And I think that's what people are looking for. People want you to know who they are. And whether it's a team member or it's a peer or it's a guest, they need to get to know people and you need to know your business. And part of knowing your business is going back to that term, knowing your audience. And I felt like that's been an integral part of my success in this business. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Total Michigan where we interview ordinary Michiganders who are doing some pretty extraordinary things. I'm your host, Cliff Duvenois. Today, we're at Kuwaitan Casino in Sault Ste. Marie, and we've got the honor and the privilege to talk to the CEO of Kuwaitan Casinos, uh, and the CEO would be Alan Carriage. Alan, how are you? I'm doing great, Cliff. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing awesome. Thank you for asking. If you would, just talk to us, just real brief, what is the Kuwaitan Casino here in Sault Ste. Marie? Well, it's a full operational casino with hotel. We have approximately almost 250 rooms available. We have a theater that plays entertainment, but also does other venues in it as well. You'll see us online. You'll see us in commercials. You'll see us everywhere talking about the different events and different things that we have going on at this property along with the gaming experience that we offer here with slots and table games and many other amenities that are tied in with that, along with the food and beverage. So now the Kuwaitan Casino is more, though, than just Sault Ste. Marie. You've got them all over the UP. Yes, we do. We have five locations. In those locations, we have a smaller site in Hessel. We have another large venue in St. Ignace. And we have two outlying properties in Manistique, Michigan and Christmas, Michigan. And I want to dive more into that. But first, Alan, what I would like to do is explore your backstory a little bit. So why don't you tell us where are you from? Where did you grow up? I grew up just west of here, about just over two hours and 15 minutes in Manistique, Michigan. So you're a youper. Yeah, I'm a youper. I grew up and then right after high school, served four years in the service, two in Germany, guarding the wall before it was knocked down. Oh, we're in the Wayback Machine now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And thank you for your service. No, thank you. It was a pleasure. And then two years in Colorado. Following that, I went to college at Northern Michigan University. But while going to college, I started working for the tribe, Sioux Tribe, Chippewa Indians, who actually owns Kuwaitan Casinos, and I'm also a member of. So I started working in the early 90s. Don't want to give a specific date because it's been (laughs) quite a while. And I started working in security while I was in college. While working in security, I got the opportunity to move to several different departments and learn the operational aspects of gaming itself, management, and those type of things throughout the next couple of years. And I was promoted a couple of times from security guard to inside security to table games to shift manager and eventually become an assistant manager of the property in Manistique itself. And shortly thereafter, becoming the general manager of the property. All this happened in a fairly quickly short time frame, but it was exciting. I was going to college for law, which was totally different than gaming itself. Yes, it is. But I think for me, gaming gave me an aspect of life and it was something that was new and ever changing daily. So it wasn't like you went into your job and did the same thing every day. It changed every day. It changed whether it be with the types of guests that you get into your facilities or the technology pieces that you apply to the properties or the gaming itself. Gaming has transitioned over the years, whether it be table games or slot machine. used to be the old real games, you'd pull a lever and real. Now they're almost like playing a video game. All these things that have happened over the years in gaming tied me to it. And now here I am 
approximately 30 years later. We'll keep that and secret. And still doing that and enjoying it, enjoying it every day. Now, did you finish getting your law degree? I did not. I, I, I probably wish I would have, but on the other hand, I think I got tied so much in the transition of gaming and how quickly I was promoted and moved up to a level where it was like a, turned into a career for me, I guess you could say. A big career move. Once I became pro a property manager, managing a property, it was just like this, I don't know, exciting venture that I just got tied to and it was in my blood and in my bones that I just wanted to pursue even further. And now if you've just fast forward in all these years, I've left the tribe and worked downstate on a commercial property and then ended up coming back later in my career. But I think it's all been great. It's been exciting for me. It's never been dull. I guess, and I don't know how it feels for others to take on a career for that long and not get to a place where you become complacent, but I don't feel that I've ever become complacent. I feel like it's still as exciting as the day I started and I'm enjoying every day, including what's going to happen next. I know you talked about how the aspect of gaming has changed yes. so much. What I'd like to take a step back here though, because really you're in the tourist business, right? So what is it about the people that attracted you to work in this business? I think it's the aspect of you, you don't just get local people. You get people that come from all over. You yes, get, you do. They come from Wisconsin, Minnesota, all over the United States. And you get a chance to meet those type of people that come from different areas and different lives and, and get to learn them. And to be honest with you, I have a lot of friends that don't live in Michigan, but when they come to Michigan to game, they come to visit and we became friends over years based on the relationships that we created through gaming. So for me, it's, it's been one of those experiences where I got to meet people I may have not ordinarily met and they don't live in Michigan. So it's one of those things where you say you got friends all over. I got friends all over. They, yes, it's related to gaming as an aspect of enjoyment. People come to enjoy themselves, have a good time. But it also creates relationships over time. And those relationships last for years. So I think for me, that's been a great thing as well. And you said something interesting that I would like to explore as well. You literally came in here on the ground floor. Yes. And worked your way up. Talk to us a little bit about, talk to us a little bit about that journey. Okay. So I guess when I talk about getting into security while I was in college to help pay my way through college, it was just. One of those aspects where I went from security to inside security and then into table games where I got to learn all the table games and then be part management of the table games, manage the table games. So those different jobs, I think, help create who I am today. And the one thing about, you mentioned ground up, I love starting off with that because the reality is it's in management, historically leadership comes from table games and gaming. And that was back in the New Jersey days. Yeah. And now it's transitioned a little bit differently where it's not just gaming that people come from, but it does help to start from the ground up because you get an understanding of how everything works and how these different departments tie together and how everybody communicates and how you should communicate. And it's part of, for me, it's building a family, getting people in the know. And I say that because early in my career, I had a manager once tell me, this business really isn't that difficult. You just need to know your audience. Ooh, I love that. And I've said this many times in my career and a lot of my coworkers and leaders would tell you, yeah, he always talks about knowing your audience. And I think it sounds like a simple thing, right? Knowing your audience, but it really isn't. It's about 
knowing everybody that you work with, right? Knowing everybody in your realm of influence from your frontline team members all the way up to your top management. But what ties into that as well is knowing your audience as guests. You need to know who your guests are. You need to know their likes, their dislikes. What are they here for? What are they coming for? What do they want to come for? And when you tie all these things together and you keep that communication going, you build like a family type of an atmosphere. Yes. And I think that's what people are looking for. People want you to know who they are. And whether it's a team member or it's a peer or it's a guest, they want you to know who they are. And I think that's important in a business. I know there's a lot of businesses out there. We probably all visited them, them where visited a property where you didn't know who the GM was. You didn't know who the CEO was. You didn't know who. That is true. The leadership was because you would never see them. There's people that do those jobs on the floor. I like that power of influence where it doesn't matter what your title is. You need to be down and you need to get to know people. You need to be yeah, down on the floor. You need to get to know people and you need to know your business. And part of knowing your business is going back to that term, knowing your audience. So I've lived by that ever since I've been given that advice. I believe that led to my success in my career, that getting people in the know, but also knowing my audience. And I felt like that's been an integral part in my success in this business. And then the second part that you talked about is getting to know your audience. Yes. And I love that phrase and resonate with it. But getting to know your audience. And I think that with starting with security, yes, that is the perfect way to get to know your audience because you are dealing with, you're dealing with people in their happiest moments. If you've got a wedding or something coming through here, happiest moments, but also the not so happy moments, you know, when you get that unruly guest or something and you have to learn how to be that consummate professional in all scenarios. And you have to separate yourself from the event itself. That's what I'll call it, right? Yes. It's an unfortunate event. And the easiest way to do that is separate that person from the event and have these conversations not in the gaming area or not in an area where everybody gets to listen and hear is have those more personal conversations off to the side in a private area. And that way you don't get this, this built up aggression or thing like that. Usually when there's a group of people around, things get a little bit more out of control. But when you have a, an incident and you take it off to the side and it's more of a private conversation, you can handle that a little bit better. Certainly. You can use your professionalism and everything that you've learned in the business to talk, whether it's a team member or a guest, talk them through the situation and come up with a resolution. For our audience, we're going to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to talk a lot more about Kuwait and Casino and what you can expect when you come here. We'll see you after the break. Are you enjoying these amazing stories? Michigan is full of people that are doing some pretty extraordinary things. If you want these amazing stories sent directly to your inbox, head over to TotalMichigan.com, enter your email address and get them today. What are you going to get? I'm glad you asked. First, you're going to join our awesome Michigan community, and it is quite awesome. Second, you will get an email that includes the top five interviews from the show sent directly to your inbox. This is going to include the powerful lessons that we've learned from these amazing people. Third, you're going to get exclusive behind-the-scenes information about the show. There's a lot of things that are happening to grow this movement beyond the confines of just a radio show and a podcast. You'll get advance notice of upcoming guests and early access to their interviews. You'll also get a link to our Facebook group. Now to get all these goodies, just head over to TotalMichigan.com slash join. Enter your email address and join our awesome community today. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Total Michigan, where we interview ordinary people doing some pretty extraordinary things. Today, we're talking to the CEO of Quain Casinos, and that would be Alan Carriage. And Alan, before the break, we were talking about literally starting from the ground up and working your way up the ladder. And I just absolutely, I love this story. So the first question I got for you is that, did you ever think at one day you were going to be the CEO? That's a tough question. <laughs> um, I guess the ego side of me, I would tell you yes, early on. I think the part for me that was maybe where I started to realize that the possibility was there was after several years at Manistique running that facility and property and becoming the casino manager there, you know, I had an opportunity to take a job in Detroit, one of the properties in Detroit, and I ended up taking that opportunity. So when you say the properties in Detroit, is that under the... Three, three big casinos. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So I took a job in Detroit shortly after, like I was a GM for several years in Manistique, I took a job in Detroit. And I worked in all their gaming departments. And I started off as what you would call an executive intern. So basically, I went through each department for a period of time and learned each department. Oh, nice. From a commercial perspective. Although I could argue that coming from a tribal casino to a commercial is not a whole lot of difference. But at the end of the day, I, I went down there, took a position as an executive intern, did it for a couple of years, working through several departments, mostly the gaming departments that I was familiar with already anyway, but at a much bigger level. And then there was a point in time where slot director position became available. I applied for it and actually got it. So that was one of the first moves that I made into pretty much another executive level position. So I was in charge of all the slot floor and anything that related to slots. Shortly thereafter, within the next two years after that, we had a different management come in, overall management come in. So there's always a question whenever you change management, whether or not your job's going to be there or not be there. Right. Fortunately, after interviewing with the new management, there was a discussion on whether or not I could take over tables as well. So I said, absolutely. And by taking over tables, I was asked, well, if you want to do that, or if you're willing to do that, build your own team. So basically... I took over table games, so I was running operations as a whole. Okay. All the slots, tables, poker, anything related to gaming, I ran. And I was able to build my own team. So I hired an assistant director. I hired different shift managers and things like that, or transitioned them into an operations department. So it was no longer slots and tables. It was operations. Cool. So we were running operations, and I did that for several years as well. Very successful. And then management changes again. Not that's always a bad thing, but the funny thing is we had three great successful years when we did operations. And then there was an opportunity for another management group to come in who still wanted me there, but they wanted me to stick to one specific department. Mm. So they were like, we really need you to just stick with one. We got somebody that can handle the other. So they split us back up. I stayed on the slot side, worked there for another two to three years on the slot side. And... Keep in mind, through all this, I don't think my pay changed much at all. It was pretty consistent, <laughs> which is unusual, but it was pretty consistent. So I worked there very successfully. And then with the new management group, after that two to three years, was asked, hey, we could really use your help back at tables. Could you come back to tables and help us sell in tables? During that time that I was downstate, I was able to jump around a little bit. Although I did, at one time or another, control all of gaming or control a piece of it. I was always involved with gaming. 
So I did. I went back to table games and then worked there for a while. Management changed once again. Management changes, I don't know how often in commercial, but it does change. And when it changes, there's always a different direction. Although this time I pretty much stayed on the table game side. But then at that time, I was thinking to myself, there's opportunities out there. And I wanted to take a look at what opportunities were outside of where I was at that time. And I knew at the time, the tribe that I belonged to here in Sault Ste. Marie was looking for a general manager. So I did apply for that position, came up here, interviewed, spent a weekend shopping the property before I interviewed, did the interview, interview went very well. An offer was made to me like probably within a week. And I accepted that offer and arrived here and I want to say June of 2018. So I arrived as a general manager, worked as a general manager for approximately a year, then filled in as the CEO left, I filled in as an interim CEO for a period of time. And then after that period of time was asked to become the CEO of Kuwait. So that's the story in a nutshell. A lot of things in between there. You bet, yes. That happened, but once again, I would go back to, there was just such a learning curve through that, all those years. And you're talking, I hate to say approximately 30 years, but there was this intense learning curve that I had throughout this whole process. Yes. I got to learn the tribal side, the commercial side, and the individual departments and how they run accounting, budgeting, all these different aspects of gaming that's crucial to running a gaming property. So I think all these things had a great influence on my life and my career. I think I, I look back on it and I'm glad I did what I did. I'm glad I made the changes that I made. And I'm glad to be where I'm at today because there's significant things happening. There's more things to come for us here at this property and others. And I'm very excited about that. And I'm excited about my job. I love that. Let's talk a little bit because I want to talk some more about Kuwaitan, but before we get into that, I got to ask the question. So now that you're CEO, you are setting the tone for Kuwaitan casinos. So when we talk about everything, like in terms of culture and employee relations and all that other stuff, what is, when you took over as CEO, maybe what is some of the things that you either implemented or you magnified or whatever to really make Kuwaitan employees, family? I think it's the communication. It's the dailies. Hello, goodbyes, good morning. How are you doing? Saying a name. How are you doing, Joe, today? Knowing, like I said, going back to knowing your audience, knowing your team a little bit, being approachable. I think that's the key part in any management. It doesn't even have to be management. It's just be approachable. Be able to communicate with your team. And sometimes you have to answer tough questions, but be honest. Yes. So I think that's, for me, is the key. I think from my management perspective, I don't, I'm not a micromanager. My tone, I don't even know if I set a tone, if you would call it a tone. I would just say communication is the key. I've used the term knowing your audience to all yes. my management, mm -hmm. known it since the day I arrived here. And the thing is just communication. Make sure there's open lines of communication. I have an open office. I have team members from the op opening level or entry level to all the way up to management that come and see me in my office. I have an open door policy, although I always provide the chain of command, make sure everybody yes. goes back mm -hmm. to the chain, because I just want to make sure that those questions are being answered and everyone's in the know. So everybody understands what's going on, but communication is the key. And I think we say family, but building that starts with having those conversations, letting your team know who you are and what your goals are and asking them what their goals are. And then 
how do we get to a better place? But I think that all starts with getting everyone's opinion. And there's a lot of things that we've done here at Quaden since I've been here came from a frontline team member. A lot of the changes that we made came from a frontline team member because they're working in those environments. Those are the, they're working in environments where things happen and they look at different ways to do it, to make it better. And they share it with their management. And some of those ideas we take and move forward with even the renovations and things that we're looking at doing, a lot of those ideas come from frontline team members, how we change things. Human is something as simple as entertainment. What type of entertainment should we be bringing in? We try to listen to everybody. I know some, at sometimes people feel like they're, they're not heard. It's a big business, but I would say if the doors open, come in and speak your mind. I like that. I like the honesty. I like the fact that people shouldn't be afraid to speak up. And I like the fact that conversations happen and that's my expectation for my management level what I expect down to my managers and what I expect them to communicate to their team members. I think we do a pretty good job of that. I don't think we're perfect. We can always get better, but I do think that those lines of communication have opened up a lot since 2018, you yes. know, a lot more. And I just think that the team feels a little more comfortable speaking on things that they normally wouldn't have. Let's spend some time talking about, so if I'm coming to Quaid Casinos, and let's pretend I've never been here before, what are some of the things that I can expect when I show up? What are some things that I can do to plan ahead? What should I be thinking about when I come here to really maximize my time, the fun, the excitement when I come? Well, I'll start it off because this was a conversation recently. Bring a swimsuit. Because <laughs> I forgot mine. I'm <laughs> we, we do have a pool here, but we also sell swimming gear in our gift shop. Oh, okay, good. But this happens a lot because we get a lot of guests that come and say, we didn't realize you had a swimming pool. I would say that. We also have a theater. We have entertainment and we have it monthly, sometimes weekly. So look at our calendar. Look at our online. Look at quaintcasino.com. You've got some big names that are playing here. Yeah. I, the, the big thing I've been talking about lately is we got Kenny G coming around Christmas time. Yes, you do. So I think that's going to be a huge event. And I don't remember if we've ever had Kenny G, but I know this is... It'd be a nice Christmas type of event for yes. us. But yeah, and different types of acts that we bring in, whether it be comedians or other entertainers. I think that's a big aspect of when you come to the Sioux property itself, you have the chance to see great entertainers. You also have food venues. We have a deli that has some of the best grinders you'll ever eat. I've been told I need <laughs> to get a grinder yeah. here. And our restaurant serves fine food as well. And the gaming experience, I would put us up against any casino. Sure. We have the newest, latest, and greatest games out there. We have a number of table games, blackjack, craps, a lot of the carnival games that we offer that people like to play. We also have electronic versions of table games where you don't really have to know the game and you can play it and learn it. So we have those type of games where you can learn on the games before you want to try a live game. But we have a floor too that's, we call it high speed, right? It's the latest and greatest floor where you can build up points and much like any other casino, build up points for different types of gifts and things like that or offers. Right. But on another note, we have a thing called Bally. It's a Bally intelligence program where we offer games outside of the slot machine itself. So while you're playing, a wheel could pop up. You spin the wheel and you can win additional money to play with. Now, most of the properties in our area don't even have that, but we offer it to our guests. You can come on our floor just for playing. You can win a bonus game that has nothing to do with the slot machine itself. It's just a bonus game that we offer through Kuwait and through one of our vendors that provides our customer marketplace of software. 
And not only do you have all these events and stuff, but you also are doing conventions. Yes. Yeah. We do a lot of the big conventions. We just had to move sleeve here. This week, you're here. We have Paranormal, which yes. since I've been here in 2018, it seems to have grown every year. It's exciting too. I usually attend it now. I've attended it since 2018. I attend it. There's a lot of pretty famous people that come to it that are related to the paranormal. Not to mention this year, they have Jack Osborne coming in. Yes, they do. Um, there's a lot of big things happening this week. It's exciting for our team. It's exciting for the community. I don't know if you can find a hotel room in the community, <laughs> but if you can, you should come and visit and check it out. But that's just a couple of the events that we have. But we do, yeah, conventions throughout the year with a lot of major groups that come in. It's a big part of our business. We capture a lot of business, let's say through a Thursday, through a uh, Saturday, our weekends, which is generally our busiest time of year. And not to mention, we're right across the river from Canada, a totally different country. And a good number of our play and a large number of our play comes from Canada. So we get to see a lot That's of our cool. Canadian guests as well. And we get to speak with them and get to know them. So we're in a unique position here in the Sioux where we see gamers, not only from the U.S., but we see them from Canada as well. That's really cool. Now, in addition to all of this cool stuff that you got going on, you have recently announced you're doing some upgrades. Yes. So we recently just did a press release on our casino itself here in the Sioux. There's going to be some renovation work on the exterior. It's going to look totally different type of siding. It's going to be more unique. It's going to be upgraded. It's going to be beautiful. And in the next several days, there'll be another release coming out on renovations to the interior, specifically our hotel. So there's more coming. We expect to have all this completed by the end of 2024. So you'll start seeing transitions start, starting here pretty quick. Right. But it'll last till the end of next year. And then you'll just see a pretty much a fairly new facility with many upgrades and all attributed to creating a better guest experience for our guests. Experience. Love that word. And of course, you're going to be open. Yes. Even though you're going to be yes. renovating the outside and the inside. Yes, we will be. We'll work on that through with our vendor. We're going to, we have a timeline planned out. Yes. So there's going to be different transitions at different times. We'll try to keep the public updated as quickly as we can as these things happen. But at the end of the day, it's just going to be a terrific happening, great experience. It's going to be a, even a better experience for our guests when they come, when it's done. Alan, if somebody's listening to this and they want to check out more about Queen Casinos, research you, where can they go? Where can they find you online? Oh, they can go to queencasino.com our Quaden webpage, and there's a lot of information on there that tells what we offer, what type of games that we have, specials that are going on, different monthly promotions, entertainment pieces. So yeah, you can pretty much tie in anything that you're looking for into, let's say, a weekend stay or even a weekday stay. Alan, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us today. We really do appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for stopping by. And for our audience, you can always roll on over to tallmichigan.com, click on Al's interview, and see all the links, including the press release that he was talking about today with more information. We'll see you next time when we talk to another Michigander who's doing some pretty extraordinary things. We'll see you then.